Go ahead, take it away, Joe. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. What am I running the episode? <laughs> You're what? No, I don't want to. <laughs> Welcome to three, two. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Welcome to three, two, one. Lay on podcast. Podcast about live action role playing. Uh, we are. LARPing enthusiasts, passionate about the hobby, and we are joined today by a good friend of ours, one of the best guys I know, maybe one of the funniest guys I know, uh, Bill O'Rock. He is, uh, we grew up together, and he used to LARP with us back in high school, briefly, and uh, he's actually the reason we got back into LARP, so thanks for joining us, Billy. You're welcome, glad to be here. He is, uh... One of the newer members of the Next Level Nerd crew on our gaming podcast, Handsome Evan in the Nerd Herd. He's one of the herds. Meh. <laughs> With us today is also, of course, Evan and Joe, two of the best guys I know. You don't know a lot of guys. favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There's only one or two others. Anyway, today we're just going to have a chill conversation. Um, we wanted to kind of introduce some segments, give people a taste of a couple of reoccurring ideas we have um, that are kind of more fun and casual, maybe helpful to somebody looking for pointers. Uh, again, not that we're the best LARPers ever, super experts, but we do think about this stuff a lot. Um, I think we tend to come up with good ideas, if I say so myself. Um, it's your podcast, say whatever you want. Sure. <laughs> Um, so a couple of segments, uh, revolve around character building basically. Um, so if someone is new to LARP, we could help them kind of come up with a concept or elaborate on ideas they have, just offer up suggestions, ask them the questions that we think are good questions to ask yourself when you're coming up with a character. Um, and, uh, if you have a current character that you'd like to embellish a little bit or just... Uh, add some details in whatever way uh, we're here to offer our help basically um, so we hope it's worth the cost of admission of a half hour to hour of your life on the internet <laughs> uh, but we're here to help and so we thought maybe Bill could come on we could just talk about LARPing and characters and rules and things in general uh, and he's got he's always full of good ideas also so I'm sure he'll come up with something cool why don't you give us a brief uh, background of your LARPing-ness, Bill, and your current LARP. Well, um, previously, um, as you had stated, we used to LARP in high school, and uh, you guys had gotten me into it because uh, your older brother, who uh, liked to LARP, so I remember going out and running some NPC shifts, like on cold, wintry nights, um, stalking the town as, you know, these hideous... Um, monsters and ice wraiths and no one wanted to fight us all night yeah. so we froze um, but then you know that kind of segued us into making uh, weapons which we used to work on like every moment that we were not in school I felt like for a whole summer <laughs> and then over the whole summer um, and then like uh, you know doing stuff like even in high school when we would make movies for like English class and stuff I mean that was basically a LARP that we are presenting to <laughs> to our classmates when we were filming uh, Beowulf and Macbeth. Yeah. And we were just acting out these characters that we thought were cool. Yeah, and then, it was uh, ad-lib uh, during production. So not live action for the final product, but yeah. we were just kind of making it up as we went along. So, <laughs> which, which was always a good time. I think that video is still floating around on Macbeth YouTube. On YouTube yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, currently, you know, I don't know why I wanted to get back into it. It's just something that I enjoyed doing and my, uh, availability had opened up. So, you know, I tried out a couple, I went to a one day event, which was hosted by, uh, uh, one of, uh, I, I can't even think of the name right now. Help me out here, Joe. Eternal Pizza Party Productions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I, all I could think about was pizza because I'm so hungry right now. I couldn't <laughs> get the rest of it out. Um, but uh, I went to a one-day event, and I had a blast. So uh, I went back to, like, their Frontier Dawn. And, you know, I haven't been able to make as many events as I wanted to. But 
I go pretty frequently, I would say, and it's, you know, a great, a great cheap weekend, you know, you go for a weekend at a camp for, you know, 50 bucks, you know, is what I usually put in or, and then bring, it's, it's a good weekend of low cost fun, if you ask me. Yeah, great community and player base staff, um, a lot of talent in the staff and good peeps playing with, um. And yeah, we sort of all live separate, but we kind of all, uh, that's like a good central location because it's about the same distance for Evan and I to meet in the middle where you live. So we get to see each other, which was kind of what was one of the first motivations. Uh, and then we just got hooked. Couldn't go without it. I mean, it is, it's, it is addictive. Like you find a good community, like, and like I didn't really know any of the people other than you know you guys and just everybody is just so friendly and so hel- helpful that it's hard to not want to go back. Like when you have the free time, totally. Joe's crying, so yeah, he's so he's so happy of my <laughs> good words I'm putting in for him. <laughs> no, I'm just like the entire time I'm thinking like he's not talking about me. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, because we never hey, we're, laugh. We're generalizing here. And yeah. Just get grouped in. I don't think I talked to Joe that first event. No. No, he, nobody he did. intimidated me. Well, I did. He intimidated me. Uh, he was like talking like this, and he was all green, and had a weird he hat. Was, and had a pointy hat. Yeah. Was brewing stuff in a cauldron. We could wish it a West style. <laughs> Now we we had a uh, in a previous podcast we talked about kind of that event and just you know in general I think this is a podcast we had Brittany on where I just said you know like sometimes when I come to LARP like I try and get mentally prepared like to play a character and sometimes it's more you know taxing or it takes more to get into a character's role and. That character, like now, it is not that hard to get into that character. But when I first like created that character, Ash, like it was a little bit harder to kind of like get into the attitude and demeanor of the character. Um, and now it's like a little bit easier. But you know, it's weird because like when you play a consistent character at a game, I think that you know it's easy to get into that character over time because you're developing the character as you go and you, you understand more about your character. You create it, you know, more and more as you go and develop within the story, within, you know, the overarching plot of the game with characters that you're interacting with. But like NPCs, like, it's like, you got to nail it (laughs) like that first time. Almost sometimes it feels like that's that pressure where you kind of got to like hit it on the head, like the first time, or like nobody wants to like care about that NPC like afterwards. And some people like just have right. like a natural charisma towards that. I think like I'd say like Pat kind of has that like natural charisma. Like no matter what character he comes out with, like people are like, oh man, it's Pat. And that might just be because like, oh man, it's Pat. But like <laughs> and people love Pat. But like, <laughs> you know, I think also like he does like have, you know, when he gets into his roles or whatever, he does he gives like 110% if not more. And I don't do myself any favors because I create characters that are like sometimes like complete opposite of other characters. So it's always mm. pushing myself too far. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's how I felt playing those Unbound characters. It was like really wanted to. This might be the only time we play them, and you know we knew there'd been a lot of work put into them, and it was like we wanted to make them interesting characters that people were like, "What is going on here? I gotta at least watch, if not talk to them." You know. Yeah. Oh, the whole point of me saying that was just like, yeah, I get lost. And then like, I don't even do like players are like, who's that guy? Like, oh, he's a staff member. I didn't even know that because like he's <laughs> off on his own little adventures of whatever. And then, you know, they're like, oh, wait, this is an NPC. It's not somebody's character. <laughs> <laughs> and that's from like the first time that I ever LARPed too, because like I had a character who was like full makeup and we went to the first event. And then the next time we saw everybody. Um, we went to like a convention and everybody was like, who are you? And I'm like, red face, like I talk like this. And they were like, oh, that guy, you don't look like him at all. <laughs> They're like, no, I don't have red skin all the time, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we were talking about 
characters, uh, coming up with characters, what do you want to get out of your character, what kind of experience do you want to have, I guess. Um, you know, are you trying to be unbeatable? Are you trying to be balanced and sort of uh, useful in all the situations? Um, are you going to just focus on one thing and be the best at that one thing? Um, you know, how does that work as far as building a character? How does that work in the rule set you're playing? That kind of thing, right? So wow, you said before. That's so <laughs> yeah. that's so broad. <laughs> but why don't you tell us about your character? Uh, which character? My current character? My you character, character? Play? Yeah, no. well, you know what? Why, why don't you tell us about your process? Like when you make a character? Because you made a character for that one day event. Correct. Um, and, you know, and then you made a character for Frontier Dawn, but like, you know, you've obviously LARPed before or whatever, and, you know, yeah, just like walk us through the process. So for the one day event, um, I wanted to kind of get out of my wheelhouse a bit. I usually play like this tanky, you know, high body, high like endurance type of character. And that's the same kind of character I play when I'm playing any kind of video game. I always got to be the tank. I wanted to make like a heal- healing character, and you see how well that went because I still tank, but I just be- can heal myself. <laughs> so, but no, it's it's totally different because I got to be much smarter as a character. Like I just can't run in there like guns blazing because I don't have a whole lot of hit points. You know, I don't have a lot of armor, and uh, I don't do a lot of damage. So it's more of like a I don't even know if I'm even any useful. I just kind of just stand there and take damage, to be honest. <laughs> but it's fun. Well, you're like, helping someone. Yeah, someone else it's is fun. taking that damage. Me too. Yeah. And, and the, so, the, the reason was is because I found a lot of people that weren't. There wasn't a whole lot of shields just talking to like some people before. So that's why I kind of rolled a shield. And then I kind of wanted to stray away from it. But I feel like that's my comfort zone. So it just always stuck to that. So we'll see what happens in the future. I have plans to change, deviate from that. I don't know if you want me to give those all away because I gladly will. It's up to you. Well, it does sound to me like, correct me if I'm wrong, that sounded like uh, game mechanic and skills and stuff kind of focused. Is that where you started? Like, it sounds like you're more like, these are the kind of things I want to do at the game. More so than I want to be a shady guy or I want to be secretive or... I want to be the funny guy. You know what I mean? Like, so like guess game mechanic versus role play or costume or something. No, I don't want to be too like shady. I think like my character is more, um, I would say more of a loner. I don't do a whole lot of like interaction or talking to like introduce myself unless somebody comes up and like starts conversation. Um, I don't go like out of my way to like actively like make myself like be the hero it just kind of like he does that yeah he just does that because you know he thinks that that's the right thing to do like he his ability is to be a protector so he kind of does it without you know without thinking even though he doesn't really want to so was that your mindset like when you created the character or was that something that developed with like how you felt you wanted to play in the game like with the rules that would be how I wanted to play within the game with the roles after I, you know, had a couple sessions. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the way. It, I like to play that way because I don't like to be like at the forefront. Like some people like love to always be in like in the limelight. I, I'm fine with like going and doing my job. I don't need any of the pizzazz. I don't need like the special armor or weapons or any of that glory i don't need random npcs coming to tell me i did a good job that kind of stuff i feel like <laughs> i'm not like a, a spotlight like person but i do feel like that i if i went to other larps that i would create characters who would probably get killed like the third or fourth event because people would just be like yeah but this guy like did this and he just keeps doing it <laughs> Like I like I I like I'd always probably like create characters that probably had a little bit of like not like edge to them, but I don't know. Like I always have like mischievous, yeah, mischievous or devious, 
or like I would want to play a character that was so like, you know, like if he was a guy who was just like justice was his thing or whatever, he'd be like so by the book that he would basically be the villain because, you know, no one gets a free pass. No, you know, like, oh, you know, like he did this because like, you know, they had his children hostage or whatever. And like he had to like, you know, steal or this, that, and the other. Like, I know, but like he needs to be brought to the justice. Like he shouldn't have stolen. Like we need to hang him. <laughs> That's pretty extreme, but uh, I mean, we, we, well, whatever the some... rules are, whatever the yeah. rules are within the game, like the laws. If like this person was supposed to get like, if you know, if you stole and you get your hand chopped off or you get hanged, like I would just eke it out to like, you know what I mean? Like I would play that extreme character of justice, or I'd play that devious character who was trying to like get through everybody, or you know, one of the characters I thought playing for this Wild West game. Uh, was like you know just like a bounty hunter outlaw and like if somebody like said something to me I didn't like I would just shoot him. Well, that character's not gonna last, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I would be fine with that. Like that's just the character. Like if he lives, he lives. If he if he, if he dies, like you know, it's true to the character. No, <laughs> I, I, I agree with that. <laughs> um, but uh, like, there's just things that like my character values over everybody else, and he's always gonna put them first. Sure. So I think. Maybe as I level up more and like more options, because like are available to me, you might people might start to see a drastic change. But until then, he's he's pretty much just uh, your average tavern guy, I guess. Secondary character, yeah. That he's just he's just like you wanted to be loyal to your friends. Yeah, I'm loyal. Yeah, I'm loyal to the the Iron Wolves. I don't know, Bill. I, I agree with most of what you said, but I can think of mods or puzzles where you, you stepped up and you were offering suggestions and you were kind of it's because I knew. at least involved as everybody else. Like you weren't just always in the background, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but I don't know. Sometimes you gotta be that person up in front of no one else has taken like a directive. Sure. I guess I'm just trying to understand your character a little bit better. Yeah, um, I mean, he doesn't he doesn't want to not you help. As a player, he doesn't right? actively want to help. Like he says all the time how much he hates coming here that that he wishes he would have never came because like, everything is just one thing after another. Like he never gets a break. He hates it. I can't just drink and be merry. Fuck this place. <laughs> well, we don't have to get into this if you don't want to, but I always from what I remember is like you didn't want to tell people your backstory because you wanted it to either be a secret or you hadn't written it or which is always a fine choice i guess i just always think it's like okay well now i have nothing to talk about i just think like <laughs> like my character creation because i don't know like i play a human who grew up in like the the therian tribal lands like i willingly left my home to live in seclusion amongst like the wild beasts and that's kind of like where like the healing aspect came in because I would tend to like injured and animals and stuff. I'm not so much like a druid as I would say, like a more a veterinarian that's slowly gaining abilities, like as time progresses. So like everyone keeps calling me a druid in game and I tell them all the time, like I am not a druid. Quit telling me I'm a druid. So <laughs> this is kind of an interesting question. Um, it's not, it, Again, correct me if I'm way off, but it sounds like you're kind of making up how something works for your own character, more so than like the rules just saying like you know Hallowed gets their abilities from the gods. Uh, you know, Sonus is like music and performance, primal. Am I wrong? Like, are you sort of saying like these are just something innate that's happening to you, or? Yeah, um, you you I, have something in your mind of how you're getting these powers aside I from do. the lore and I what do. the game um, came up with. Or? But I think that my character doesn't really know. Like he's unsure where he's getting these powers from, and I think that's part of the drive. And like I said, as I level up, like things have become more uh, like <clears throat> um, I guess you could say distinctive within the character. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I might have to talk to staff and, more before. Like, it, like I bring my character down like a wormhole that I can't get out of though. <laughs> I suppose that's the risk you run, right? Yeah, but I mean I, I kinda want it to be that way. Like I feel like there's so much like 
unanswered in like you know the the lore of the game that it's hard to like just say like oh everyone that's primal gets their their abilities from this same source or everyone from hallowed gets theirs from the same source or everyone from sonus gets them from the same source so i don't know i don't know how to read read joe's expression yeah so i I, I like to keep it open and I, I want to have options, and like, there's things that I wanted to do with my character, but I haven't just because I didn't want to like it be like totally wrong with like the lore from what like they're trying That's to tell. Like, at. I don't want them to have to rewrite the game though for something that I want to do. I mean, I don't think you're you're playing it wrong, you know, from your the idea that your character doesn't really know where he's getting these abilities from or the set any other. Um, but I'd say, like, even in the game, like, nobody's 100% sure, like, where they're getting these abilities from. Like, it's not 100% the gods. Like, it's put out there that it is. But, you know, that's stuff that, like, players, like, still have to figure out yeah. in the game. I mean, if you look at it from the perspective that, like, you know, if the the abilities in spirit come from the gods, why don't the gods all fit that same ideal within that skill tree because they don't you know no i feel you i feel you sort of comment on that i guess i again assumed which i shouldn't have done <laughs> but yeah it is sort of like again basing it on like a D experience or whatever it's like you know typically in the rule book it's like well these are the kind of the these are the pantheon you can choose from and there might be some variation in the spell list or whatever or they keep it vague and then plug in your alignment or whatever um, so I guess I saw it as that kind of like, well, here's the list of gods that are going to work with you and offer up the powers and they're pretty much all at least, you know, going to help you out to heal somebody or turn away vile things. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm fine being wrong, by the way. <laughs> but I've made it a point, like in my character, if you were to look through like my skill list, like any any skill that like everyone's like oh this is a druid skill this is a druid skill this is a druid skill i specifically didn't take because i don't want people to keep telling me that like i'm a druid like i don't want to be like typecast like <laughs> like yeah. someone say oh you can heal you're primal you're a druid the druids are under attack you have to help us like i'm not a druid i'm not coming to help you like this is no concern of mine sorry bro <laughs> <laughs> sorry bro but then like my character wants to help because he doesn't want people to die though too so then i end up going anyways Mm. so i basically hate everybody in frontier dawn like in game as my character but i help them all so it's like real life living out my real life (laughs) in game i hate everyone (laughs) (laughs) easy to roll that's interesting yeah i mean i don't know again i have a really bad problem of like projecting or like (laughs) i don't know what i do when i read people wrong i don't know that i got much of that sense I guess I did kind of think you were some sort of primal or shaman or something like that. Um, and, and then, yeah, I guess I did assume like there's kind of a general understanding of anyone who's using a primal ability that it has some sort of connection to nature or animals or spirits or whatever, you know. Well, I guess we've got to find out. It's like everybody yes. else. Foig, what's the expression? Foig, <laughs> find out in game. I mean, I always got the perspective, like, of your character that I saw was that he wasn't a druid, that he was a warrior, but, like, a protector. And I never got the sense that, like, how you portrayed your character was, you know, that you were, like, I don't know, living in the forest and or whatever druids do. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm more, I would say I'm more of, like, like a survivalist. Yeah. Than anything. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um. But um, I, I guess, like, with the, the way the rules are written, and like I said before, like, I don't want to, like, make somebody write something into the game. So I kind of just play it as is. And, like, new things are always coming out because it's still, like, you guys are working through the kinks, too. Well, so, no, I mean, if you take example of, like, what I, I've been kind of doing with the people who come from Harshorn is that a lot of, like, the lore and stuff like that, I want player influence. And I think the, le- the rest of the game is like that, too. We want influence. Yeah. We want players to kind of develop their story and tell the story that they want to tell with their character and sort of like find those paths. If something is like specifically this way and your character like 
is not that way, you know, I think we would tell you. Yeah. Um, right. But like, you know, we do want to give players that freedom to write their characters and play their characters so they want to play them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and I don't think that I haven't had that opportunity because, like you said, like you always thought that like I was a warrior because you know I, I carry a shield and an axe. Um, I don't dress like the normal people the Therians do. I have like a a hide vet, armored vest that that I wear um, as as protection. So. I think I do have that opportunity. I think it's just my question is like how I want to progress it because I think the way that I want to progress it isn't clear like in the in the way that the roles are written now. And I think like the now that I'm you know I'm character level seven now I'm getting to the point where I'm at like the upper echelon of you know. I mean, I think you should definitely write your backstory up until now and then write the progression of where you want your character to go and submit okay. that. You know what I mean? I don't want to like talk about like the potentials for your character because of the way you want to ro- ro- role play your character. Cause I feel like, and this is like a difficult thing with like, I don't know, I guess like I've had with like the players who want to play from harsh horn who they're like, I'm like, Oh, you know, your lineage and like, you can, this that and the other but like i want those to be personal things so that when you come to game like as your character like you know from the perspective like of ashton's character like ashton like wrote the lineage of his like character in the background and and the idea of this like you know this monster called the baras and you know all this other stuff and where they live like near the desert but you know blah 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 blah. but like all that stuff is like his story that he should tell in game and i'll work with him or anybody else that like is from anything relating to plot that i do in the game and i will work with them and develop those things so that it can be unique to that person but i don't want to like go into it to the point where like you know at if you were player and you want to talk about your character about the things that we like wrote in that lore to other char- characters in the game like that's when you talk about that stuff like your lineage and where you come from and who your character is and what they're seeking like that's something i think in my opinion you save that for the game you know yeah. what i mean like staff will help you and guide you and and you can do what you want to do but like if you're going to tell anybody, <laughs> you should tell them in game. That's just my opinion. I was going to guess that, bring it up, but there you go. Sorry. <laughs> you were no, just asked that's that. fine. <laughs> uh, not next, but yeah. That is an interesting thing. It's like, yeah, I kind of want to know more about Evan's character and Bill's character. Um, and then try to like, you know, I'd have to role play it or whatever when I get into game that I don't necessarily know that. Um, I'm not saying I'm great at it, but <laughs> like just now I've learned more about Bill's character, <laughs> you know, in the last 10 minutes than the last <laughs> year we've game. been playing. Yeah. Uh, I'm secretive. Well, yeah. And I thought you had said that at one point you were like either, I forget how you put it, but I thought you remember saying that. Like I, would, I asked you, I don't remember if I was asking you out of game or in game. And then, Any, I mean, you know, part of my backstory because we we agreed that's how we were entering the game together so and again that did feel like we put something into the game which i was kind of like uh are we allowed to do that or uh, it felt like we were maybe trying to get it to work too hard or something i mean it, it was fine it was just yeah again it's like a backstory that's like and it would just to me it'd be again in game like if you mention it and someone's like what are you talking about because it's not on the website or something like that like would somebody be like, we're just making stuff up or I don't know what they're talking about. Well, no, I, I feel mean, like I missed something, you know, I don't know. Well, and I think I'm that's exactly about. why you should create a backstory and submit it because then that if, if staff approves your backstory, then that's stuff you can talk about in game. That's stuff that's factual. It's stuff that exists in the lore. And, you know, that gives you, you know, the ability to, to talk about that stuff without fear that like somebody's going to be like, well, that's not true. And it's just like, yeah, it kind of is, man. Cause that's what my approved backstory says. So <laughs> suck these. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, suck these backstories. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. That's something uh, that I can definitely uh, get on some, some papers and, or an email, an email over to you guys. So, uh, I mean, that's something like the first LARP that I ever went to, like when I wrote my backstory, it was very unique. Um, 
in the sense that like you weren't allowed to do certain things with like your character's heritage, but I got approval for my character to be of two races, which wasn't in the game. Um, but it was sort of this idea of like, you know, we talked about before of like split personality that my character had, but it was partly to do with the fact that he was emerging of two different races and that didn't really work out too well. Like, which is why he's had a split personality, you know? Um, so, you know, he constantly fighting with himself, like internally and herself, like, you know, the duality between like the two different people, like one of honor and one of like mischief, and and wildness and you know pomp and circumstance kind of thing. Those characters are always like fighting or whatever over that kind of shit. So, but because I had the approval of a backstory from staff, I had no fear that if somebody like was like, oh well, that's not true. It's like no, like it was approved and like that's what it is. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't sure. like, and I wasn't even trying to get anything special. It was just like the idea that I thought of, and you know whatever. <laughs> But it created right. something. It created something new in the game that didn't exist before. So, I'm always for that stuff. If it's cool and it's unique and it makes sense to a degree, like in the world, mm-hmm. um, or or if somebody needs to work, like because like not everything that I wrote in that backstory like fit into the game. So we tweaked and fit what needed to in that game. But yeah, I mean, like if you can do that, then you have the confidence, you know, in your character to kind of talk about things that are are in your character's history and backstory that, you know, other players are just bullshitting. (laughs) Sure. And I mean, now I'd feel more comfortable talking about it, that I know the game and the lore a little better and the the people a little better. Maybe it was just going into it. I was like, oh, can we do this? (laughs) And side note, like, that's kind of one of the cool things about LARP when it's, you know, people in real time and in their spare time throughout the month, like you can make those adjustments and the game can be curated, you know, as opposed to, you know, it's like a D and D game where you can have house rules or whatever. Um, or like, you know, as opposed to like a video game or computer game, like it's just programmed that way. And that's, that's kind of a, one of the cool things about LARP in my opinion is working with people to create something new and fun and interesting. Sweet. I think what I was going to ask actually, Bill was, um, if you had sort of a progression in mind, um, either, I guess you kind of covered it mostly, but, uh, cause there's, you know, sort of role play wise or story wise. And then there's like just straight up build and insight wise. Well, I will say that a lot of my insp- inspiration had come from the, the actual one day event that I attended. And, oh, yeah. uh, I, I got that, uh, that totem of the bears, the bear stone, when we had to collect so like i kind of went in with like a vague idea and i've kind of been playing that off um so i i i would say that i'm more of like a totemic warrior and in no sense because you know even though i mean there really hasn't been like were bears that we're aware that i'm aware of actually i don't know if my character in game has ever seen one um, I don't know if any exists or anything like that. Joe might be able to clarify on that, but no, but I do remember like some other were animals that were introduced. So, um, there's, there's some things like I'm very interested in like, uh, like shape shifting, that kind of ordeal. So we'll see how that, uh, progresses as, as I level up any other, any other things, anything you'd want to change or work on or whatever. No, I, th- I think what, okay, what I want to change and work on is, like, I have the, the hardest time of, like, always staying in character. And I know, like, it ruins some people's immersion. But, like, funny things happen to me, and I cannot not laugh. And <laughs> maybe it's just, like, my personality. Like, it's so hard for me to, like, and I, and I know some people are, like, hardcore, like, LARPers and stuff like that. But I feel like the game that we run there is kind of, it's a little bit more relaxed than I would say, like, so, like, I can have, like, that funny moment and, then, like, people will, you know, they might say, like, you know, give me the sign to make sure I'm, I'm out of game, but, or, or roll me, or rope me back into, like, in-game stuff, but sure. I think that's my flaw. Yeah, no, I'm with you. <laughs> I mean, I think... we do have players, like, say, you know, uh, like, people are being out of game, 
and you have you have both sides because some people come to the game and they're like oh i'm so glad that it's relaxed here and not everybody's like trying to stay in game all the time and this and the other and i feel like i can kind of have fun here um and i don't have to take it like too seriously and like i agree like that's that's good to a certain extent i do want people to be in game i think like as staff we want people to be in game to experience the stories and plot that we're trying to like put forward but we also like understand that like you know we're adults like and you know we're all like and honestly like i think it's something that happens over time in frontier dawn is that like we become like friends and and that's a good, good thing um, so we get like that connection and sometimes like, you know, like with you guys, this is my only chance to like see you guys like in person. So yeah, if we crack a joke or whatever in the middle of like a mod or whatever, it doesn't really upset me. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like it's that one, you know, one time of the month or whatever, where I get to like spend time with you guys or like with other people at the game that I don't get to see and have a good time with, you know, I think, you know, those people who maybe they don't like that as much or whatever, like, Maybe you just need to relax and like I don't know how much I can say. Maybe just cut this whole shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. I can't get in trouble. I mean, that's like personal opinion. It's not the overall staff opinion. Yeah, but I mean, no, like, I, it's good. Like you're saying, you got to have the balance, and I, and I feel that's key. I think that's why I have so much fun there. Is that oh, exactly. like, I can have those moments, and I think a lot of people that you know that I talk to, you know, are like that as well. You know, I never had like anyone like yell at me for being like out of character or like not yeah, staying and you in have game. the you have the awareness that like you want to keep in character yeah and like, i think that that isn't very important like that's i'm not saying that like you know people should like be relaxed and like like you should have that desire to want to be in character at all times if you possibly can is people should be more understanding that like it's not always possible to be in character at all times. And you know what? Like I would say is that if you see someone being at a character, you should approach them and help them be in character. You know, kind of what you were saying, you kind of like hope that people will like be like, Hey Bill, get back on track to just sort of jog your memory because you do want to be in character and, you know, play the game as it was meant to be played, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we have that same thing where it's it's the hardest to stay in character with the three of us, like because it is the whole oh, time. Yeah. But we haven't seen each other yeah, in a month or two. Exactly. In the case of Bill, and, we hadn't seen him in months. Um, and I can't I even imagine. Him, like yeah. that's that's probably even harder because you guys are like you know childhood friends or whatever. You know, I know yeah. like if I I don't invite my friends, he <laughs> 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 wouldn't be in character well, at all. Your, probably. There's your answer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they wouldn't. I went by himself. How in character were you? <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the most i've been to be honest yeah right <laughs> he's like, using character the whole time never yeah. broke <laughs> no one even said evan using character so much it killed me i i, I think <laughs> another thing that i do that like after like a mod is finished and like we're like walking back we like have like a conversation like in game out like kind of in game and out of game about like the things that happened and like what we could have done differently to like you know, make the mod better, like between us, as like, mm-hmm. whereas, you know, you know, with your skills and abilities, you're yeah. trying to keep in game, but it's out of game a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. that's totally cool. Yeah. We talked to Ken about that, that there's, he used the term metagame, but he was using it differently. Like, if you're talking about gameplay mechanics of the game you're at, is that in game or out of game? Like, that's kind of a, you know, like, and some people feel differently about it, but, and it's weird because we know how each other feels and, and can be casual about it, you know. I always I mean, feel I that like you... it's easy to just accept that if someone said, "Oh, I cast the verdant blast spell," like, or it did seven damage, like you're saying that, but your character hears it in game terms, basically. Yeah, and like well. I think of that the same way when people swear in game, like. Mm. That swear word probably doesn't exist in the Frontier Dawn world, but they are expressing the same thing mm. yeah, in the idea. Frontier Dawn language, basically. I guess I never thought of it that way. It's a good way to put it. You're so fucking smart. <laughs> <laughs> so technically, you're always in game, Bill. Okay, well, then there you, have are it. Just, there you have it, folks. We would be thinking never out of about something in game. Yeah. Your character hears a joke that's just as funny. 
That's fucking deep. That's some deep yeah. shit. <laughs> what else? What else do you want to know? For for these new people that might have questions or concerns or about trying a new LARP. Why do you care? LARP, Bill? Well, oh, actually, yeah, uh, sc- scratch that question. Answer okay. that. <laughs> I didn't, any I didn't other, hear it. Any other um, alts or if you played a different character, any ideas for characters you got floating around? I don't know. I, I love... I always love playing a bard in like Dungeons and Dragons sense, but I have zero musical talent. So like it's easier to play it on pen and paper when you're playing like Dungeons and Dragons. I would never attempt it like LARPing. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's probably my favorite class of all time. Yeah, but this game isn't specifically music, it's performance. So you can pick any type of performance you well, can. Well, I know that. You can like, clap performance art. Play the shaker. I, I mean, <laughs> I, know, I was thinking but... percussion or yeah. What about verbal? Like, could you do slam poetry or something, or tell jokes yeah. <laughs> for ten seconds to channel your heel? No, I couldn't do that. I just like hitting things with other things. <laughs> just want to like beat a motherfucker with another motherfucker, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you were playing a warrior, what kind of warrior would you be, as far as? race and maybe weapon choice or armor choice and role play style so if i was going to play another warrior i would probably play like a barbarian type just no armor just a loincloth run around frontier dawn in a loincloth and i'd probably be an orc oh there you go full body paint yeah i would i wouldn't even be a green orc i'd be an orange orc because the desert would have changed my my skin from green to orange Orange. There you go. Make it a more lore. <laughs> the orange orc of the West. Yeah. No, I feel like like if I was ever to get like sucked into like a Dungeons and Dragons world, kind of like like a Power Ranger, I would be like a barbarian, no doubt, no doubt in my mind. So like rage and yes. Although I've been pretty mellow later. lately, but I've had bouts in my past where I've dealt with some 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 ragey. Some raging thing. Game mechanic of. Oh, oh, okay, okay. No, I know what you meant. <laughs> I was just going off on tangent. That's why I play sports to get all that kind of. It helps me mellow out. Sure. I don't know, Ashton. Is your is your quintessential character uh, that you always play is typical orc I warrior? Wanted to be a healer. <laughs> I want to be a healer. I kind of assumed nobody else was going to play a healer. Uh, and I wanted to, I don't know what I would have made. Um, I do like orcs. I think they're cool. You know, the outside belays something else underneath or whatever, you know, hides like just because they're big and green and monstrous doesn't mean that they're actually green. No, that they're actually <laughs> monsters. So I like when the rules set or the lore backs that up. Well, I think the reason I play Wishling again is like, I tend to not be a very like outwardly expressive person. So like I don't really care what my clothes look like or how I present myself. Uh, and it's all more inward or whatever. So to go to a game and then be something that's very like outwardly visual and expressive is I guess fun or it's like a challenge a bit too. Yeah, maybe yeah. I don't think Joe will answer this question if I say <laughs> if he was playing Frontier Dawn, what kind of character would he play? Eh. Ritualist, <laughs> probably right. I'd probably actually, I'd probably play an alchemist. From I'd Zenith. probably, I'd no, I'd probably play a gin alchemist from the Black Sea, because nobody, well, one, nobody like plays a character from there, really. Uh, two, you still have the aspect of like they're monster hunters, um, but they also have like. <laughs> these like ships that like sail on like sand, um, which I think is like a pretty cool thing that we put into the game. So they're like these kind of like sand skiff pirates who hunt monsters. And I think the reason why I'd play an alchemist is because I'd probably play a poisoner (laughs) or like somebody who like, who made like really trippy drugs because I feel like out of all the people who do play alchemist, none of them play it like that. And I feel like, one, I'd be like, I like playing something that not everybody else is doing. Like I, you know, I kind of get a, 
you know, kind of like Bill said, you go and feel the game out and you kind of see what everybody else is doing. And maybe like that kind of like shows you what kind of character you want to be. And from the perspective of, of a staff member, I know what everybody's like playing and what everybody's not playing. And honestly, like Alchemist is broken, but nobody's going to figure that out because nobody plays Alchemist that way. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I really enjoy my character is there aren't many uh, Sonus users. And when I came along, I was told I was the first. So that was pretty cool. I've always wanted to play like a bard character at a LARP, you know, but I don't know. I'd want to play guitar and then I don't think you can like play guitar and like actually play the game, so to speak. Like I'd just be like that guy chilling in the in in the inn or whatever uh, the tavern like uh, i don't go out on missions man i just sit here and i play my guitar and which would probably be like another aspect of like my character as like an alchemist that i'd probably work in like that i would just like i would not go and fight i would just chill in the inn and just like play guitar and if people didn't like what i played well i'd probably poison them and then still all their loot <laughs> and then you'd have yeah. it <laughs> Like yeah. sleep bombs everywhere. <laughs> just, this is why none of the characters I think I would think of like would last. <laughs> That's not that bad. Why is that? <laughs> we don't got enough time for that one. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's more the idea of like having the freedom to like kind of like be whatever you want, and you know, like I guess in a society sense, you know, I follow I follow the rules all the time and. You know, to a degree, like I'm an upstanding citizen in the U.S. of A. <laughs> you know, for the most part, <laughs> I am now. <laughs> Maybe not in my youth so much, but uh, I guess like I feel that kind of like Repression. that part of me is still is still around. But yeah, it's a little oppressive. But like, it's not even that. It's just the the freedom and ability to play that character. Like at a LARP, it's just like man, like I'd love to play. Like I don't know, like. I think my quintessential quintessential LARP character that I have in the back of my mind, which I probably couldn't play anywhere, maybe at Frontier Dawn I could, like if it was a ritualist. But I I would just like graffiti everything, and like I'd be this like you know street beggar who just like ran around and just like drew things like you know on the sides of buildings and stuff like that, and be like, oh man, that street rat got away again. Like it keeps graffitiing my building. Like it would just be like so like weird, but like you know, it was just like breaking the law. Like you can't just draw on other people's things. You know, like that'd probably be my like my all time character to like to play. You know, just like it, he doesn't he doesn't fight, he doesn't do anything, he just draws on stuff, and he's a fucking nuisance. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, so no one's going to want help making a character now. <laughs> Unless they want to yeah, play if they wanna, if they, Yeah, if they want a really unique character. Like, I mean, like, so Ashton, what, what do you think, in like your mind, what are, what are the characteristics that you think would make a good character? Like, what do you value most when you're making a character? Or what important things, like, do you look at? Yes. Thanks for putting it better. I mentioned on a different podcast, I just don't look cool. <laughs> I could try to give you an answer, but I don't know that it's going to work for everybody because I think what you get out of LARP is a very individual thing. Um, there's probably some commonalities we can all draw, but it's kind of like not everybody, I don't know, in a wide sense, people, you know, just enjoy different things and different motivations um so i don't know it is a good question um what makes a good character i think it's just a little bit of effort like you know creativity I th- probably is more than anything um uh, i don't know it's a tough question i guess i i think you have to like enjoy the character that you're gonna yeah. play yeah without a doubt you have to and i'm that's what i was trying to say and I know when you talk about your character and the things that you enjoy like that's when you think about or even when you know, Evan has talked about his character or Bill has talked about his or when I talk about characters that I want to play or have played, you know, they were enjoyable to me. And that's where, you know, you kind of got to think about when you're creating a character, the kinds of things that you enjoy. Um, maybe it's something that's like easy and simple, but also, you know, I think you should always challenge yourself, but you shouldn't challenge yourself to the point where you're not going to have fun, you know. Yeah. 
I think some people, you know, kind of work themselves in a corner sometimes and they go like too far with that, but yeah, totally. Um, and it is one of those things that's kind of like, it's sort of a life lesson. Like the things you think you're going to enjoy, you end up not enjoying, uh, or you find out something you didn't think you were going to enjoy that you do enjoy, you know, like I thought, I think I always think like when I'm sitting here, like looking at the rule books, I'm like, Oh, that's going to be a cool skill. That's going to be a cool skill. That's going to be a cool skill. But in game, I, I never remember all my abilities. <laughs> so it's like, I, I kind of enjoy the process of like thinking of all these things I'll be able to do. And a little bit of min maxing, not to like an extreme, but yeah, in the, in the game, I enjoy simplicity and <laughs> things that have nothing to do with the game, you know? I mean, I think to a degree, though, you do have to look at the rules and and see, like, you know, this is the type of character I want to play. Like, I like these rules, you know, you know, like Bill said, like, you know, he gravitates towards like sword and shield user. So what can you make that like uses a sword and shield? Like, you know, in the Frontier Dawn, we allow you a little more freedom than maybe some other games. You know, who knows? But like you want to use a sword and shield. All right. Like, what can you use a sword and shield? And you go from there and then you kind of create your character like, you know from that point and that's like you know like bill said like he thought like he wanted to be a protector and he wanted to go for like the sonus and not sonus um but spirit primal and get a little bit of aspect of like healing and stuff like that and be a protector and those things sort of kind of fit and you kind of get that like gradual realization of the character and what you want to be but i also think to bill's point you kind of sometimes you really have to play a game to really flesh out like a a full character because you know, I think it's a really good idea to to go to a game and see what's missing um, because you can create a really fulfilling character not only for yourself but for the people around you because, you know, if you're just creating like the 10th Smith and there's nothing unique about your character, um, you're not going to be, I mean, unless you want to like be like sidelined or whatever, but I don't know, like, you know, like. Sure. No, and I, I think that's you come up with a good point about being trying to be unique and and like your own your own imagination is what makes your character unique. So you really have to put like your own personalized spin onto any character. Like there could be twelve rogues in a game, but if you're the only rogue that you know wants to like lay traps like in a game because no one else is doing it, like you're. It, like so many more options open up for you because you know it's just the way it is yeah i guess um i don't know in my mind though i guess there are some risks you know like maybe i'm oversimplifying it but like if your end goal is i want to be unique it's like okay and so well i don't think anyone else is laying traps and then you go to an event you put points in trap taking and then two months later somebody else comes and they're trap specialists like now you're not unique so if you didn't enjoy you know if you don't enjoy laying traps but you enjoy being unique now you're totally out of luck like (laughs) maybe i'm just nitpicking your example but i don't know it's it yeah but i think it's more like like if you pick something you enjoy whether it's unique or not you should pick something you want to be doing you know like it is kind of like it used to be old joke like who's going to play the healer or who's going to play the wizard or whatever, you know, cause there's no wizard yet. Cause nobody wants to be the wizard or whatever. Um, you know, if you, if everybody wants to be, you know, giant ax fighter, I don't know. If everybody I mean, enjoys you, that. Then maybe you can beat final fantasy with four white mages. <laughs> exactly. But you gotta, you should enjoy wanting to play with four or challenging yourself. <laughs> no, but I think like, I mean, I, I get your point, Ashton, but I don't think we were saying to strictly, like, be something unique. I mean, you have to weigh every aspect of it. You have to play something you enjoy. Um, you can think about, like, ways you can make your character unique and how it can fit into the game. I think those are helpful ways to get you in the door um, and get people interacting with you as creating something unique about your character if somebody's not playing a smith in the game, like... And sometimes, like, when you're playing a game that's been around for a while, you can't really do that. You kind of just have to, like, you know, feel your way in and get to know people or know people and, 
you know, but I think, I think overall I would say it was like the biggest mistake I made when I went to my first stop was I didn't really talk to the staff before I went to the game. Cause I felt like I would have had a better understanding of like how the game play, was like played and like how people like interacted as like characters and the world in general. And that's something that I see even more clearly now that like I am a staff member because, you know, there's things that I know that like players don't know and things that I could help with that, you know, I, I know a majority of our rules system like pretty well that if you were like, you know, I want to make a character who does like X, Y, Z, like I could point you in the right direction and, you know, help you make that character. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that would always be my thing. Like, you know, think about the things you want to play and what you're going to have fun with. You know, I think that you can, you could, you could take or leave the unique part of it. I think that you can leave up to backstory as well, but those are things you can actually ask staff members too. Like what is the game lacking or what is, you know, what is maybe a unique thing that like somebody hasn't like touched on? Like, cause I don't mind being like, you know, when I said earlier, I would play a character from the black sea because nobody c- plays a character from the black sea. Like that's a unique thing that nobody plays. Like I would, I'm more than willing to offer that up as like staff to be, if a player was like coming in the game, they're like, I want to play this type of character. Where would I be from? And they were like, I want to play like a monster hunter, but I want to be from Harshhorn. I would be like, Hey man, if you want to have a little bit of difference to your character and be like still associated with monster hunting, you can come from the black sea. You don't have to come from Harshhorn. You know, you don't have to be this, this race or, you know, such and such thing or have these skills over those skills. Like you can play it the way you want to and still, be that thing totally. and be unique. I like it. My problem is I try to do too much. That's generally a problem in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I think because like, I did want simplifying. Wanna... Yeah, is good. Yeah, it's good for a character, especially someone that's new. Yeah. Like try and try and start out with something simple, simple, and then gradually, you know, add difficulty to it as you gain more experience. Larping. True. Because, you know, you know, I think not every game requires a backstory. Um, I think we're like we're we're pretty lenient when it comes to backstory. Won't you have a good understanding of a lore? But like, you know, I think, you know, as Bill said, like you come into the you come into a LARP and you play your character and you kind of leave it a little open for yourself so you can kind of feel and don't give yourself too much stress and just kind of like enjoy your time there. You know, you can build your character from there and you know, create something that might, you never would even have thought of because, you know, you met so-and-so mm-hmm. and, you know, their friends and they have this and you hooked up with their party in the game and, you know, we took you down a whole different avenue. So you started, instead of being a healer, you started being a warrior and, you know, that kind of shit. You, were, you reminded me, Joe, before we started playing, Ashton was posting on Facebook at least once a day, like asking questions <laughs> to the staff and the the players and i was like they're gonna hate us before we even get there (laughs) (laughs) i mean like did you feel like you got like a good response like oh yeah everyone i think all if not most of his questions got responded to yeah i don't even remember i blocked all that out no but i mean that's the difference between like and i think you got to do research into the kind of larp that you want to do like you were saying like you got to ask those questions. Like you got to talk to the staff because if you find that like your questions are going unanswered, that's probably not a place that you want to try to LARP your first time because maybe yeah. they're they're too busy. Maybe there's too many people for them to adequately adequately show you like what to do or how to LARP. So maybe you know start off small. Like I remember coming to those events. You know before this year they've been pretty big, but there was a you know a handful of people and they were just as fun as they are now. So now that we're growing, you know, it's even that much better. Mm-hmm. If that made any sense. It did. <laughs> we found a community that, like, was wonderful for, you know, three guys in their in their early 30s that wanted to come out and start LARPing. And you're like, oh, yeah, hang, come on, come hang out with us. We're fun. We have fun. And, and that's the kind of place you want to go, like, when you're starting or when you're getting back into a LARP. Yeah. I mean, it's still early in the game, so there isn't really... Over, I mean, there's an abundance of bobbins. 
<laughs> and uh, spirit users. Like it's probably the most like played thing in the entire game. I mean, there's still room because the game's like fairly new to be like unique. And even in those things, you can still be unique because, because like Evan said, like he's kind of the only Sonus user. And you know, I think maybe there's what like one more now, but they don't there's do it the way a you. Few. Um, but they don't uh, practice Sonus the way you do. Like right. you, the way you play your character and you're constantly drumming and this, that, and the other, you know. Um, yeah, but when I our first event that one day, I was talking to one of the characters, and in game we were talking about ourselves because he wanted to know us, and he was excited that I was a Sonus user because the the group, the settlement, whatever, didn't have any yet. Cool. Yeah. There was a point uh, during the last event that we realized um, that we all three have points in spirit and body. And they're all different uh, specializations of spirit and body. (laughs) So I always thought it would be interesting if we all made alts that were different specializations for crafting and different um, mind focuses. (laughs) We'd have the whole thing covered. (laughs) Like when we're talking about like unique to like characters, you should have like um, like legendary schematics that you can only carry one legendary schematic at a time. So like somebody that's a crafter can only have like one of these legendary schematic, and that's what sets them uniquely apart from these other crafters. So in a way, we kind of have it like that where you can pick. You know, you're kind of your maker's mark. And when yeah. you make a weapon, it permanently has that ability. So, like, one of the one of them, I think, is, like, sharpness. So whenever you make, like, a bladed weapon, it does, like, plus one damage or something like that. Or it has, like, some ability besides whatever abilities it gets with, like, the materials that you use. So there's a little bit in there. But, like, yeah, I mean, like, we thought about ideas of having legendary items where, like, you know, if you make this or whatever... I think more in the sense of like if you make this item like the schematic's gone mm-hmm. only that only that one item like, exists like in game but that would be like exotic <laughs> when it comes to LARPing you, you either know about it or you don't if you don't know about it contact us we'll help you out peace yeah. <laughs> no but seriously just come everyone come to the frontier dawn just come over we don't care where you live fly in you can stay at Evan or Ashton's house. If you're still mind. listening to this podcast at this point, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. <laughs> if you're still, if you're still right. listening, Joe will give you a free in-game item. <laughs> uh, one piece of ore. <laughs> that's poison. We didn't say how good it was going to be. <laughs> that's poison. In-game item. Well, thanks a lot for joining us, Billy. Um, it was good talking to you, man, and Hearing your ideas and your quirky stories. Well, I appreciate you guys having me. Look forward to uh, gaming more with you guys all in the future. And hopefully we'll see some new faces um, at Frontier Dawn. That's the plan. Grow the community. Meet new awesome people. I mean, if we get any bigger, we're going to have to start looking for another camp, I think. We're pretty much outgrowing the one we're at. We are insider knowledge. We are we are actually like looking next year to move to a bigger camp. So, um, it's sort of like the idea of like we kind of like this year after this year we kind of have the money to move to a bigger camp um, for next year. So we're kind of like thinking we're like planning ahead more for the future because like we did have like really good turnouts for like every one of our events this year and. You know, people are buying up like extras, like as far as like donating more money to, you know, the cause and stuff like that. Monetization, you know, but it's it's going to enable us to like donate a lot of money, but we're still going to have like money left over for next year because we always kind of have to like plan ahead because we have to put the money down at the beginning of the year for all the camps dates. So we're we're preparing for that this year and so far we're in a really good position to that to to get a better camp and one of the camps that we're looking at it's not for certain but is the ymca camp that we went to which is a really fucking nice camp 
Yeah. I yeah, really like that. Awesome. We yeah, we really like the guy who who runs that. The overall facility is really nice. The only issue with that camp is we're not allowed to use the kitchen. So yeah, food trucks. In yeah, game. right. In game food trucks. But we'll see. Food wagons. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. We appreciate Polly's support. Be sure you like us on Facebook. That's probably where we're most active. Be sure and listen to all the other podcasts of Next Level Nerd, the movie podcast, the serial podcast, and the gaming podcasts. Go to www.nextlevelnerd to learn the names of said podcasts and read awesome blog posts and get all the links and everything. So thanks again for joining us. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Evan. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Parker. Hello. You're welcome. I think I'm starting to feel. Feel what? <laughs> I don't know. Feelings? Feel emotions? <laughs> emotions? Emotions for how your game has touched the lives of three men in their 30s that got back into LARBing? Nah, you know what? It was just heartburn. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, but like, you're like, gonna at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> that is true. Don't it, judge me. Don't judge me. If you if you think <laughs> about judgment. it, like, sir.